Welcome to the resource room. I'm Amanda, the blogger and TPTer behind the Primary Gal. As a special education teacher, you are always supporting others, students, parents, general education teachers. But who is supporting you? That's where this podcast comes in. It's my mission to give you the help and support that you need. I'll be sharing my tips, tricks, research-based strategies, and professional development. I'm here to help you grow and learn as a resource room teacher. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the Resource Room Podcast. Today, we will be talking about those crappy decoding goals and how to improve them. So let's start with this goal. And actually, I'm going to read it two times because you heard last week's episode. I want you to listen to this one and think, what do you dislike about this? What is wrong with this goal? So here it is first time. Amanda will improve her decoding skills and read decodable words with 80% accuracy. Think about that. What do you hate about that goal? Here it is again. Amanda will improve her decoding skills and read decodable words with 80% accuracy. So what do you dislike? I think we should start with the obvious. What kind of words is Amanda going to be reading? Are we talking about CVC words, the most basic, you know, we're just getting started, we're an early reader? Or are we talking about multisyllabic words that still follow patterns, but we just have to be taught those patterns. What kind of decodable words will she be reading? This is a real life goal that I really did inherit a while back and I really struggled with it. And that student had a goal that wasn't due until like spring break. And I felt like I was betraying my teacher friend by saying like, I really hate this goal, can we revise? Um, But I did it because that is not targeted. That does not tell me what she is working on. What kinds of words does she need to work on practicing? What word list am I going to be giving to her? I also wonder like, how many words am I going to give her? Am I going to give her 10 words, 20 words, 50 words? I don't want to torture a child with 50 words, but you know, when we start talking about 80%, if I only give her five and she misses one or, you know, whatever, that's much different than giving her 10 words, where then at least there are a couple of words that they can miss or a couple of difficult areas that maybe they struggle with and still master that goal. For example, right now, I have a student who has been working to read beginning blends, and she is kicking butt at beginning blends. But let me tell you, if I put a word like crop, where it has a P at the end, she will misread that word every time, not because of the beginning blend issue, but because of that letter P at the end, she's going to see it as a B or a D or something else. So even with that, I like to have maybe 10 words just so that then I can see, okay, so you have this word with a beginning blend and you might miss one or two here or there because of reversals, but overall, you know how to read the beginning blend. But let's say those same two words were on a five word list. She's never going to master that goal. She's never going to get there because there are only five words. And that's okay if that's what we're measuring from beginning to end, we can still see progress, but that needs to be outlined in the goal. So let's talk about the improved goal. 
By the end of the IEP year, when given 10 words that contain a beginning blend and a short vowel sound, Amanda will be able to read eight words independently. So from this, I love that I know that Amanda is working on reading words with beginning blends and a short vowel sound. Meaning we're ready to read words like snap or snip, but we're not ready for words like snake or slime. That long vowel is going to be too difficult for that student. So we need a word list that has some beginning blends and some short vowel sounds. I also like that 10 words can be read in a very, very short period of time. If you're using my reading intervention, then uh, the orange level of this is where we specifically work on beginning blends with those short vowel sounds. And there are word lists in the teacher's guide that you can copy on the back of each of your books. For me, I copy those on every week that is divisible by three. So three, six, nine, 12, 15, 18, I copy on that week of the book, I copy one of the progress monitoring pages. So then on that particular week, every day, remember student one, student two, student three, every student a day of the week, what I do is while the students are finding their green and their blue words, I swap books with them so that they can read from the back of mine and I can scribble on the back of their page and mark the words that they do or that they don't know. This can be done very, very quickly. And I like that it's teaching a little bit of independence to my other students, because to be completely honest, when I first started doing this, I think it was maybe midway through last year, the kids would sit there and wait for me. And then I'd finish with that student. I'm like, guys, why don't you have your blue and your green words highlighted? And they were like, well, we're waiting on you. No, I want you to do some of these things independently. We literally do it every day. I think you can handle it one day on your own or one week on your own as I swap papers with these students. I like this because it's very short. And then if I do have a student who's really, really struggling, I mean, like some kids decoding words can be quite painful. I might skip around, I might only have them do five and then multiply by two or something, but most of the time I can get it done during that time. And again, that goes back to knowing your students that maybe 10 words is too much for them. Maybe they are one that they can decode the word, but it is a long, slow process and that's okay. Just don't write the goal to have 10 words. Now that's a wrap for decoding, but I hope you'll be back next week where we'll talk about sight words and how we can improve goals for students working on sight words. I'll see you then. Well, my friend, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to the Resource Room Podcast. I truly, truly love to help and support other special ed teachers. Because of that, I run a Facebook group just for us. Search the resource room and request to join. You can also check out my website, theprimarygal.com, for blog posts, pictures, and more information. Until next time, have a great week.